Welcome to episode 113. I am your host, Gail M. Davis, and this is Design Perspectives. Welcome to the Design Perspectives podcast. I am your host, Gail Davis. I will talk all things design from expectation to reality, from what to expect when working with designers as well as the trades. And from time to time, current events will seep their way into the conversation. In the meantime, sit back, relax, and listen. How lucky am I to be able to interview some of the most amazing creative people um, in this industry. And I'm super excited. Today's guest is Will Zong, Director of Design and Product Innovation at MTech. And if you're a designer and you have used MTech hardware, I have to tell you, Will design it, designed it, pardon me. And um, he's just a badass. Like he's really an amazing individual, super creative, and like such an, it's, I, for me, I feel like it's such a great job to have. And I feel like hardware can be overlooked uh, when dealing with clients. And that's one of the things I really hone in on because it's part of the experience, right? When people are using their space and that is uh, the first contact that you have as you're opening the door, it's the hardware. And then if you're in the kitchen and you're opening and closing cabinets, it's the hardware. Um, if you're building a house, you know, you got to pick the hardware for, for all the doors and cabinetry throughout. And it's such, for me, it's very, I, I'm always mindful about it. So it's, I'm just super excited to have this conversation with him today. And I hope you enjoy this as much as I did. And I love how he talks about what he does. It's really great. Take a listen. Hey, Will, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so excited we finally get to speak after like I had to cancel because I thought I had COVID. <laughs> hey, hey, Gail, so excited to finally do this also. What a treat. Yay, yay. Okay, so let's get right into it. You are, what is your exact title for MTech? Because you're amazing. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. So flattered. Um, so title is the director of design and product innovation which is a bit of a mouthful i guess <laughs> you're the creative person you're the one that designs all the beautiful pieces of the hardware that we see yeah that would be me i've um I've actually been with the company now uh for 13 years what and i've uh, been designing door hardware um really for longer than I ever really imagined. It's been such a fun uh, a journey for me and, and a product that is often so overlooked, mm -hmm. but so impactful because we use door hardware so frequently in our day to day, just never really think about it, you know? Well, that's, it's funny you say that. First of all, you look no more than 15. And I mean that with the utmost respect. So it's funny. You're like, I've been with them for 13 years. Well, <laughs> and I, I just turned 40. So I'm so flattered. To hear that. 
you look very youthful. And then the other thing I can understand when you say, when I work with clients, they're just like, oh, we'll just pick up the hardware from so-and-so. And I'm like, you will not do that. You, and I was like, it is an experience to use hardware. And they, and they always look at me like, what? I was like, like, don't you have some childhood memory that, you know, when you do certain things, like it evokes an image and it reminds you. And I said, for me, it was the hardware in my grandparents, um, in my grandparents' house, but more importantly on their front door. And I have to tell you, what you design is absolutely gorgeous and stunning. How do you come up with that? Because, you know, everybody to me tries to knock off what you do if you look around, but they miss the mark. And there's just something so elegant and um, classic, but just so beautiful. Cause I have M-Tech in my house and, and especially on the front door, I was very maniatica about making sure it goes there. And I am so happy every time I use the key to turn, you know, to unlock it and then press down on the hardware and open it. And I'm just like, this is just beautiful. <laughs> well, yeah, thank you for the kind words. Um, you know, hardware, like like your story about having an experience with hardware, I feel like you always kind of remember something about a home, whether it's the front door or a certain door in the house. Um and, and for me, definitely, I have lots of memories and associations of like my grandparents like, or relatives and, and maybe their, their, their hardware. Um, so I think it's definitely a product, um, as you said, that really enriches a home and it's such an opportunity to add and create this kind of special, unique experience, um, you know, for your clients, for their living environments. And, you know, for us to develop hardware uh, in, the, in the way that we execute it, um, I think it's, we have a pretty unique kind of process. Um, you know, my background is, is in, in industrial design mm -hmm. and I kind of came out of college um, with a job designing furniture for a year. And then I got into or had the opportunity to um, apply and work at MTech. Mm -hmm. which had never had an industrial designer prior to me coming on board. So a lot of my beginnings of the company with designing products and learning how to really learning about how to design door hardware um, was driven by kind of like my college foundations, which is this very institutionalized design process, mm -hmm. which I'm sure everyone, you know, all, all of our listeners here are, are familiar with too. Um, you know, you start with, the beginning of research of some sort to become familiarized right. uh, with what you're going to work on, then you have to kind of brainstorm somehow, whether it's, uh, you know, whiteboarding or, or sketching or, or other forms of, of, of medias or mediums mm -hmm. um, to do that with. And then you kind of have these reviews where you pull, you know, some of these ideas and you evaluate them and you move forward to a next step and, start to refine it, refine it down towards this final form until you have like, you know, something to execute upon that's very mostly concrete. And then you have all the crazy nuances that engineering and manufacturing for us when it's door hardware kind of throws in the mix where things become very unrealistic <laughs> in some ways. <laughs> A lot of surprises, I guess you could say. Um, but as I've been doing this over the years, I think 
my outlook on his kind of process has really shifted, you know, Mm -hmm. um, the interesting thing about working at in-house at a company for so long is that when you're working as a consultant or you have your own design firm and you have different projects, it's kind of like you do a project and then you move on and you might be doing something totally different, you know, um, Mm -hmm. whether it's a style, whether interior designer or industrial designer or whatever, you have variety in what you're working on in-house. You don't really get that. You're still, you're always kind of, I'm always designing door hardware more or less. (laughs) not really designing basketball shoes or something different, you know, so always we're very focused on, on this product category. And, um, it's very easy to kind of, um, not be very inspired you know, when you're, and, and not be able to, you know, I hate the, the, the lingo, but think outside the box, you know? <laughs> right. And, um, so for me, it's been really a process of trying to kind of break out of that mold of, um, having a real, you know, clearly defined process mm-hmm. because, you know, I look at this job at this career as one very long project, you know, in, in that way. And, um, for me, it's very hard to just say that, you know, you do X, Y, and Z, and this is the creative process. Right. I am such a impulsive person. Um, and honestly, design is constantly, you know, on my mind, whether it's conscious or subconscious. I had so many great ideas just sitting in a car and being stuck in traffic or staring at clouds or just kind of absorbing all of what's around me mm-hmm. and um the the clear process is great because it allows some structure you know design is never just designed by itself you always have um you know some other uh parts of organization that you're working with whether it's sourcing and engineering and production it's not just a single entity it's, it's related to the whole business so it's helpful for them to understand kind of like what the process is but I would say that being organic and letting having ideas that are just kind of spawned, uh, you know, more spontaneously, more or less, um, mm-hmm. is really kind of what we're trying to, or what I'm trying to do with design. That's where I find the most kind of um, excitement and fulfillment is when you can create something new, um, but still relevant and still fit the needs, you know, of, of, of your consumer. So I guess, our, I guess in a nutshell, our process is very organic. We've really tried to kind of like keep in the back of mind that there is a structure to designing things, um, mm-hmm. but still have the flexibility and like the agility within the structure to float around it, you know, and let inspiration kind of come more naturally. Because how do you like force inspiration at the oh. end of the day, you know? <laughs> you can't. You can't. In fact, um, I did a podcast earlier, interview earlier uh, with Christopher Peacock. And I was saying, you know, sometimes like today, just before I interviewed with you, I went to the pool and I sat at the bottom just because that's what helps clear my mind because I do have projects that I'm working on. And some sometimes you have to like if this sounds correct like it makes sense you have to empty your head like empty your mind <laughs> so this way like yeah. 
idea, fresh ideas can flow because sometimes for me, I'll say for me, I look at something so long that I get in my own way. So I have to every now and again, take a step back, whether it's, you know, going outside and playing with my three dogs or, you know, just taking a walk around the block or riding a bike or roller skating. And lately it's just been like, you know what, let me go to the pool and just wade in the water for a little while. And then if it, if I can't really just like clear my head, I'm just like, just take a deep breath and just sit, just sink to the bottom and relax for a minute and then come back up. Like, yeah, like there's so much pressure, right. To deliver sometimes and to come up with, you know, something that is, is, is creative and inspired because it's, but I, I, you know, I would definitely love to add sitting at the bottom of a pool um, and see that on a, uh, you know, structured design uh, process chart one day. <laughs> well, I, it's for me, I, like, I, you have to find things to do or new stuff. I also like going to museums, but I have to tell you, and I know, you know, it's been hell hot for the past Mm-hmm. two weeks like it's been a hundred degrees here and so I'm just like I don't want to go outside anywhere um if and if I do go out it's the pool so it you know you just have to keep being creative how do you keep your your team inspired yeah so one of the really fun things about my position is that I am directing um myself more or less when it comes to the actual product design um I get to I get to execute mm-hmm. my own kind of visions, uh, which is really which is really kind of unique, um, I think. And uh, I mean, it's not always easy to have to <laughs> constantly rely on myself to do this stuff. Uh, but you know, we have a whole marketing group, and we all work together. Um, and you know, you have to talk about design with people. You got to talk about ideas. You kind of have to like dream together. A bit, you know, and brainstorm out loud. I feel like it's, and and share, kind of share the the design experience um, with people around you mm-hmm. that are interested. You know. No, that makes sense because, like you said, you have to keep it moving. So, with designing, how often, like, is there every, like in fashion, there is every season they have to do uh, a new product. How often does that have to happen for you? Or is it just like, hey, guys, you know, in 2023, we need like 10 new looks? Yeah, that's um, the answer varies. Um, you know, we're, like I said, we're very agile. We experiment a lot, you know, so a lot of what we develop doesn't go to market for whatever reason. You know, maybe it's a fun idea, but mm-hmm. it's just not manufacturable. Um, but because, you know, we can't necessarily successfully launch all of these ideas and products, we just have a lot of things that we're constantly working on. Um, our goal and who we are is a company that launches in our industry more products than anyone else. And we're really proud of that. And, and what that, what that means is we're, we're, our goal is to launch a new product every month. Mm-hmm. And we probably have like over 50 active projects right now in our current development pipeline, if you could uh, believe that. (laughs) I can. I absolutely can. What is the best part of your job? For me, I really love the autonomy to just kind of be myself. Um, 
you know, I, I, I'm from Los Angeles. I still live here. I grew up like skateboarding and so, yeah, like for a long time, I skateboarded for like maybe 15, 20 years. And, um, it's like play, you know, and I like to just kind of be able to play with design the same way that you play with the skateboard trial and error. Um, I love that I can just do things and try new ideas. Um, and that I'm allowed to kind of fail because, you know, design is, it's a, um, you know, I'm, I'm designing for, it's not art, you know, this is a, this is the product that I'm trying to create, you know, and it needs to need to have results from, right. from these new ideas that we bring to market. And, um, you know, there's a lot of pressure, right. But not being able to experiment and to be okay with just failing and trying something new. And, you know, if it's not going to work, you know, know to kind of pull that plug, but just having that freedom, I think really enriches, um, the type of work that I do. Now, do you have a favorite out of all your children that you have created? Or... Oh, I can't say that. It would hurt their feelings. <laughs> I'm just always Actually, curious, like, is because I'll tell you the select is one of my, well, honestly, I guess like all your stuff is, like, you know, a um, little bit of everything, I guess. I have spent so many countless hours with my wife trying to decide what hardware to put in our home okay so let's talk about that what do you have in your home or are you like i i don't i don't know um well yeah i don't know that's the thing <laughs> i'm constantly um in this kind of limbo where i have some handles on a door here and uh-huh. some on a door there we just and I, i'm always going back and forth with it um i'm probably just way too close <laughs> to the product <laughs> to ever just say this is my favorite child um but, you know, I think the product that I'm most proud of and the one that you liked as well is the select program, which I think really took, you know, the idea of what MTech does mm-hmm. um, to the next level. And, and you know, what we do so differently at MTech with our hardware is that we're really designed to be personalized. We've always allowed and, and um, encouraged designers and customers to kind of like use hardware to make a personal statement. Yes. So you can mix and match different rosettes yes. with knobs and levers and different styles. We're not saying it has to be this combination. You choose from a whole portfolio of parts and we can choose any finish. You could do like satin brass lever with a chrome rosette on one side of your door and the other side can be totally unique from that. Um, so we've taken this idea with a select program that you can mix and match and added more textures. Mm-hmm. Now you can actually like kind of design your own door lever or, or handle set. So you can add like a knurled grip to a, and you have like three different stems. There's a, like a T-shaped stem mm-hmm. and there's like a square and you have like a curved one and you can kind of like take these pieces and play with them as a designer and make something that's, yours and unique and i think that's just like just i think it just resonates so well um with people because everybody wants to be kind of creative in a way i think that's kind of a universal true human trait you know and just to allow other designers to have things to play with 
yeah. and an outlet for creativity. I think I'm most most proud of that. No, I I love it. I'm using the knurled, and at first I was going to go with rose gold, and then mm-hmm. when I said that, my husband looked at me, and I go, "Okay, we'll go with brass," because <laughs> I know he's well, like both are on trend. Yeah, you know, but I just it's funny the reason why I did choose the brass in the end because it once again it's very nostalgic for me it's something that reminds me of my grandparents home and um it's there's just like a peace that comes over me when I look at it and I just you know I smile because I think of them and uh that's super important I have to tell you I do make my um my I have a new client who I just signed and they just bought this home and the first thing I said is, we have to replace that door and we have to get the right hardware in here. And she goes, what's wrong with the hardware? What's wrong with the door? I was like, the door the door is ghetto. I feel like you're waiting for a shootout. And I said, the hardware is super important because it sets the tone for when people come in. They have to touch the doorknob to turn it to come in. And you want to set the tone. You don't want it to be a basic door you know doorknob and she's like i just like life is too short for a boring door hardware (laughs) and she's like what she's like is it really that nuanced i was like it's it sets the tone it lets people know i said just think about when you come to my house you know you came over and you're like oh my god this is amazing i was like that's what we're going for and that's the thing is Unfortunately, oftentimes you don't really appreciate it until you actually see it in person and experience it in person. And then you really, you know it and you remember it. Yeah. Yes. I I love everything that you have created and I'm so grateful. And I just want to let you know a friend of mine, um, Laura Thurman, she's an interior designer out in Nashville. And apparently you spoke at Design Camp and she was mesmerized by you. <laughs> She said, I, I love talking about hardware. What can I say? She was like, he just took it to a whole nother level. Like, I just need to thank him. Like, it was just so refreshing. And I just, you know, never thought of it that way. And she was like, it, it really is artwork. And I said, I don't see why people just think like drapery and furniture. Like, you have to thank others. So anyway, before we go, I want to thank you for taking the time out to uh allow me to interview you because I have been waiting for this and I'm super excited you said yes. Tell the people where they may find you. Yeah, so you can follow us at mtech underscore products on Instagram and then myself at will, uh, sorry, underscore will underscore jong underscore Instagram as well. Perfect. Thank you so much for taking the time to join me today. Uh, Thank you and have a great one. You too. Thank you for listening to the Design Perspectives podcast. As always, I'm your host, Gail M. Davis. I really appreciate you listening. Please don't forget to rate me on iTunes. It is super important and will help people to find where we are located. And the Design Perspectives podcast is also available on design network platform. Thank you so much. Enjoy your day.